Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. T, how are you? <laughs> Good, I don't know, you, you got very like sexy in your voice. And I was like, let's be the obnoxious one. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, no. <laughs> my goodness how are you doing good that i saw your face Ooh, the first time <gasps> ever i saw your face okay <laughs> i was really hoping you'd jump in there with me but <laughs> now you can have it not to be okay <laughs> that teaches me a lesson <laughs> just this one time <laughs> So, uh, we're back for another installment of this lovely little podcast we're doing. Mm -hmm. Talk to me, talk to me. Oh, what did I just do? Oh, hey. I'm such a child today. (laughs) I love it. I love it. We need this energy balance once in a while. Uh, but you know what, though, before we get into Talk to Me, um, I just want to also say, like, as we record this, yesterday was Women Podcasters Day because it was the first ever, like, women's podcast festival. I had no and, idea. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, it would have been great to, like, go to it. Although I think our podcast doesn't necessarily qualify for the kind of vibe they were going for at this festival. Ooh. But I just want to say, like, as two female podcasters, which we are... Um, I just, I don't know. I love what we do here. Wait, you're a woman? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Actually, now's the goodest time as any. (laughs) Um, I'm a boy. Sorry. (laughs) Once I was a real boy. (laughs) My, my homies know what that was. Um, anyway, so anyway, I just wanted to take a second and first of all, applaud us for being female podcasters in this, I guess, male-dominated world. Although, I don't know if that's true anymore in this day and age. Wait a minute. Okay, so you're saying um, this... So, female podcast festival. Like, what... It was like... What's their audience? I The vibe that I got was that it was about, like, like powerful women, you know? And, mm. like, who, like, who are having a voice in the podcasting game. Okay. But I also got the sense that it was, like, a little bit more serious than, like, this comedy podcast that we're, that we're doing. Ah, uh, okay, if, I hear if you. If we want to even call ourselves that. Um, yeah, but, let's be real, I'm not funny. It's definitely not, like, we're not, like, talking about the serious issues, you know? Other than the serious issues that the show brings up. Yeah. It's, mm. <laughs> and when I get on and off my soapbox constantly. <laughs> I like it too, you know? I feel at home there. (laughs) (laughs) It's about the only exercise I get. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. So I don't know. I just thought it was nice. And I kind of tweeted about it. And like some of our listeners like and followers on Twitter um, like showed us some love, which was cool. One of whom was the famous Bruce. (laughs) Nice. Shout out Bruce. Hey, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Who I'm convinced is our only audience. Yeah. Let's be real. We got another couple emails from him, but I'm saving them for our recap up. Okay. Yeah, so, but he had some good things to say. So, yeah. So, anyway. Wait, did he talk shit? No, I'm kidding. kidding. I just said he had good things to say. I know. I've just been, whatever. Sorry, Bruce. I'm just giving you a hard time. I love you. It's okay. I like it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. So, anyway, that's all. Off my soapbox now. 
Okay. <laughs> Step down. Yes. <laughs> and exercise. Um, so yeah, episode 419. Talk to me. Talk to me, talk to me. And the Amazon Prime spoily is a troubled young girl seeks Eric's counsel but runs away before he can help her. Okay, not a bad one. No. Because it's just in the five minutes. Yeah, you and, it also, I mean? and it doesn't give anything away. Exactly. Like, it's just sort of does set up the A story for the episode or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, pretty good as far as did you, these go. Did you think this is where the episode was going to go? When it comes to her character? Um, well, so the problem that I, that I didn't have a lot of chance to think too much about it because immediately after the cold open where everything that the spoilie says happens, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get that scene of Eric talking to Annie where he like lists off a bunch of stuff that he thinks could be the problem. Yes. And those are all things that I think I also ran through in my head mm-hmm. quickly as I, as this unfolded in front of me yeah. in the cold open. So I didn't really have too much time to like think too hard about it. Yeah. But I definitely didn't expect and kind of appreciated the added twist of like Mary knowing what yeah. was up. Because mm-hmm. I think that was like a nice touch. Because they mm-hmm. didn't have to do that. You know, they didn't have to like incorporate Mary into the mix of this. This is true. I thought it was cool that like they did that. And the whole like thing of like Mary doesn't want to talk to anybody about herself but does she have something else to say about someone else you know it was kind of cool okay what about you did you have any like immediate thoughts when this when the cold open happened well two things um either she could be a runaway but I ruled that out when I I ruled that out obviously once I heard um I don't know how I made this uh, this assumption. No, like I think I ruled that out after this. Okay, was it the you scene to... when she like yells at the guy. And no, tries to talk to her. No, no, no. It was before that. I think it was before that. But I, but I think I might need you to refresh my memory here yeah. about the episode. Um, I just whenever you hear Mary and Lucy discussing um, Lisa, uh huh. You know, uh, which is the girl's name. Which is the girl's name, but. The fact that she's in school. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, right, like, right, right. Because if she was a runaway, you'd sort of kind of guess that maybe exactly. she's just like dropped off the face of the planet yeah. or whatever. So that's when I ruled it out. But yeah. in my immediate thought was abuse. Yeah. I mean, it's pr- unfortunately, or I mean, whatever you want to call it, I don't know that I need to qualify it with an unfortunately, but it's like, especially on a show like this, like what else was it going to be? Yeah. You know they, what I mean? They just go for like the worst scenarios and on purpose of course you yeah. know to, to like drive home the point yeah to drive home the point also like they're hitting the hard issues man yeah so yeah. but but to your point though i mean it could have been any number of the things that um eric rattles off like yeah you know because to his point like she is wearing a lot of layers which to yeah. him indicated like maybe she's a runaway like she's wearing everything she owns or whatever mm-hmm. you know or like I mean, who knows? I mean, really, like, it could have been anything. It could have yeah. been drugs. Like, I mean, who knows, you know? Yeah. Or, like, gang-related shit, you know, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. But, but no, it's not. It's it's about abuse. Yeah. Um, or, more specifically, the thing they don't ever say, which yeah. is rape. Like, yeah. Like, they make it a whole point about, like, how the mom refuses to call it anything other than the incident. But yeah. I'm like, fucking show. Like, you're not even calling it what it is. <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, but I guess, you know, to drive a point, 
You think? You think that well, was a like pointed thing? No one likes to talk about it. Therefore, no one really likes to put a name on it either. Yeah, Do but you- you'd think Eric would call it what it is. Well, like from his stance in the yeah, episode I, of which is like we need to talk about it. I think so, but I think but that but I really do think that was on purpose. Interesting. I didn't take it that way, but I like where you're going with that cuz I'd like to think that's true. Yeah. Cuz that's also a cool Or maybe thing. I, or maybe I'm giving the show way too much credit. I want to say maybe you are. Maybe. But, I mean, who knows at the end of the day like what was going on in yeah. Brenda's head cuz I think she did write this episode. Mm-hmm. She did. Um for once I paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, you know, what's really funny too is like this, the episode titles usually kind of, I don't want to say they give anything away, but they're usually so like punny or like on point with sort of the theme of the episode Mm -hmm. that like, I sort of, the title of the episode like sort of helps inform the way that I approach the theme of the episode as I'm watching it. But for whatever reason, this talk to me title like didn't do that for yeah. me like either it was my own like like ignorance in like making those connections or whatever mm-hmm. but like after the episode was over and I was like reflecting on it and like thinking about sort of how everything ties together and stuff I was like so the real takeaway from this episode was like you have to talk about it like you know and I was yeah. like and I wrote it down like I had this like epiphany I was like it's all about like you gotta you gotta talk about you like like the only way to like remove the, like to, like to like take the power away from the mm-hmm. aggressors to like talk about it. Yeah. And then five seconds ago, as I was sit- looking at the title of the episode on my piece of paper, I'm like, oh yeah, no shit. The episode title is "Talk to Me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like hello, but yeah, I mean that is the whole thing of the yeah. episode. And in fact, the ending scene, like that that hubristic, not not hubristic, that cathartic. Mm-hmm dialogue that opens up between Lisa and her mom boils down to like Lisa just wants to talk about it yeah um I'm gonna play this clip because it's just worth listening to and then we can get into it really Mm -hmm. well I thought that since you were talking about the incident in therapy and with the school counselor that that was enough I didn't want you to have to repeat it over and over and over again just for me mom It wasn't some kind of stupid incident. I hate it when you call it that. I'm sorry. I thought calling it that made it more neutral. But it's not neutral. It's a terrible thing that happened. I know it's terrible, and I am so sorry it happened. But it's over. Do you really want to keep thinking about it? It's not over. And there's no time limit on thinking about it. I need to be able to talk to you about this. Do you think that you could go to therapy with Lisa and... Maybe the two of you talk about this with her therapist? Yes. Yes, I could do that. Thank you. I know you don't want to, Mom, but thank you. Really, Lisa, it is not your fault. I mean, that's the crux of it. I had to, like, cut out a lot of the stuff that happens in the scene because it takes a turn, but that's what it's about. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, this thing happened to Lisa. Now now I'm doing it. Lisa was raped by her mom's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, or abused by her mom's boyfriend, whatever you want to call it. Um, and her mom is, like, not necessarily sweeping it under the rug because they reported him, and she's going to therapy, and it's being acknowledged. The best thing I think that Lisa did, or, like, 
I should say, like, thank goodness, mm-hmm. is, like, that she told, she told. Yeah. <laughs> like, she didn't, you she, know what I mean? Yeah, she didn't keep it in, she didn't so hide it. So often, that's the narrative with abuse, is, like, Very true. you know, you bottle it up, you mm-hmm. pretend like it didn't happen, or, like, you don't tell anybody about it, or whatever. Yeah. But that's not the case. And, and then she keeps talking about how she wants to tell her brothers. You have to help me here, because I don't get this whole like plot point of like she won't let me talk to my brothers about it and I really want them to know and I'm like what I I, I know that sounds I, I remember like listening to that part and just thinking like that sounds weird but she does mention how what if he decides to come back and they let him in the house mm-hmm. you know yeah like but is that the only reason she wants to tell her brother no but it's ugh. But the brothers should know. They should know. I agree. See, and that's that, that's the part I struggle with because I, I agree that like she should be able to talk about it openly in her home with her family. Like, yeah. of course. And they shouldn't like pretend like it never happened or move on, you know, mm-hmm. obviously. But it was weird to me that she like that like that was her main pain point is like like one, her mom refuses to like call it what it was. Yeah. And kind of sort of is like not necessarily acknowledging it anymore Mm -hmm. and then also she can't talk to her brothers about it i i don't know i the only thing that i can make i don't know i think the only thing i can say about that is maybe she needs to know that her family does have her back her mom is not necessarily vocal in the sense of um the incident the incident Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you know Okay, my mom knows that this happened, but she's not really backing me up. And, like, maybe she's trying to find that, like, there is a positive male role model in the home Mm -hmm. that is saying, I got your back. See, I think you just hit the nail on the head there. Especially because they are her older brothers. Yeah. And, like, one of them's, like, 19, Mm -hmm. you know? I almost took it, like, especially when the mom mentions their ages, I was like, oh, they should definitely know about this because, like... They are men, yeah. you know, like in this world. Yeah. And like they need to know that like this happens and it happened under their roof. Th- and that too. All of that. Yeah. You know? That like, number one, yes, they need to know that. Like, yeah. you know, I, yeah, that's, I agree. Yeah. I know. I think, I think that, I think what you said about the whole male role model and like that positive sort of reinforcement of like, like I have your back, like mm-hmm. we have your back. Yeah. You know, I think you're right about that. I think that's that's a good uh, point. And if she and if she's and if I don't know if this is the kind of like family that they are, it seems like everybody was actually very close. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, right, right. I, I mean, she she talks about she the way she talks about her family so openly, or I just want to say like uh, I don't know how to explain it, but there was this thing like you. She doesn't sugarcoat with her family, so you could tell she's very open. And her being closeted right now about this entire situation is frustrating her even more. Yeah, I think that's very true. See, you're so insightful. This is why I love talking to you about these things. Or Um, maybe I'm adding layers to the story. (laughs) But you know what? Someone has to. (laughs) (laughs) And that is what we're here to do, okay? Give it layers. It's this kind of hard-hitting journalism. That's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's really sort of 
the whole arc yeah. of this story in this episode. Like, you know, she comes to him, she comes to Eric. We find out over the course of the episode that she had confided in Mary with mm-hmm. all of this. And Mary's the one who directed her to Eric in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, and I really, really... First of all, let me just go out and go out and stay that Mary's my favorite person in this episode. Like, she wins this episode for me. Yes. Which I'm really glad to be saying that because Mary hasn't won an episode in, like, well over an entire season's worth of episodes. Easy. If yeah. not, like, Easy. double that, you yeah. know? Like, she's she's been, like, really, like, ill-fated this season. Mm-hmm. And she really sort of was the star of this episode for me. Like, just in her, the way that she approaches all of the stuff that happens, which we'll get into with the family and everything, like, and just, and also the fact that she refuses to tell Lucy about what Lisa has confided in her about. Yeah. Even she, when Lucy's like, tell me, tell me, like, ah, like, you're my sister, tell me. And she's like, no. Yeah. It's not my thing to tell. Yeah. And that's it. And the same even with Eric and Annie. She'd even tell them exactly what's going on with her. She, she said, let her tell you. Yeah. But doesn't she whisper something in Eric's ear? No. no. Did I make that up? Yeah. Okay. Nothing, nothing Yeah, she said. just says, like, she told me, to, like, she talked to me, I told her to talk to you, that's yeah. as far as I'm willing to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I really respect Mary in that regard. And she actually did something nice with Lucy. I know. They had a real moment. For I once. just wanted to tell you, thank you. For? For always being there for me when I need to talk to someone other than mom and dad. I don't think I could have gotten through the year without you. Now it's just nice to have a sister to talk to. And I don't think I've ever said thank you. So let's go. I love you. I love you too, but don't make a bigger deal out of this than it is. So what are we going to talk about over pizza? Right. Boys. <laughs> what Very else? Very cute. Yeah. Like, that was a real moment. Like, it almost yeah. made me cry. <laughs> That's it, sad. It, it felt, <laughs> I know. But what don't I cry for? <laughs> but I don't know. I, that was like... For once, especially, again, this whole season, Mary and Lucy have not... I feel like they've been at odds with each other or against each other. Like No. I, okay. No, no. Fin- no, please. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Not at but all. The, only, the, the reason why I'm going to say I don't think they're at odds with each other for once in a long time is because I feel Lucy, Lucy, not Mary, mm-hmm. is making a tighter bond with her sister than Mary is because Mary is just constantly venting and venting and venting. And Lucy's giving back some advice. But the moment when Lucy decides to use her head and go against Mary on something, that's when Mary has a fit. But other than that, like, Lucy's trying to really connect with Mary in this season. That's what I feel. Interesting. And I think she's doing a better job at it than Mary has because Mary is just like word vomiting everything that she feels. Right. And well, if it's not going think, her way. But I think this was Mary's way of like saying, listen, I know I've been word vomiting on you this yeah, whole time. Yeah, exactly. And I really just want you to know that like I appreciate that and I'm so happy that like I have you. Mm-hmm. And and I think to your point, to add on top of that, like I think it's a, t- it's a minute for Lucy to take a second and be like, you know what? You're right. I have been taking a lot of shit from you, mm-hmm. but I love you, and like we're good because yeah. at the end of the day, you're sisters, and like, and like, I I know this because of my own relationship with my sister. Like, like we're I'm not I'm not her favorite person ever. I mean, not ever, always, <laughs> and she's not my favorite person always. But there's this bond that goes beyond 
yeah always you know what yeah. I mean like it's it's and unfortunately or whatever like it's not always spoken mm-hmm. I think that's really why this scene like got to me is because like it's it's being spoken between these two you know yeah. in a way that's like really sweet and and then of course Mary has to like break the tension and be like don't get used to it you know yeah. <laughs> or don't make a big deal about this always. or whatever can't be vulnerable <laughs> yeah what is vulnerable? God forbid <laughs> it's but, bullshit <laughs> What happened there? I think that was like a real moment we just had to. <laughs> I think you just really like showed your cards there. <laughs> Did I? But I love you. I honestly love you. <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> but don't make a big deal about it. Uh, come on. <laughs> um. But yeah. So that was cute. Um, but yeah, so what ends up happening with the rest of this family in this episode is like after Lisa stops by Eric's office in the cold open and like runs away, um, he comes home and he, he and Annie again have this sausage moment yeah. like that I like to call like the sausage being made where it's just the two of them. The babies are there, but they don't count. <laughs> the sausage moment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to call it from now on. <laughs> They have a sausage moment um, where Eric tells Annie what happened, and then and then he says to her like, "I want to focus on open communication, ah, yes. or or some or something to the effect of like, let's make that our focus for this week. Yeah, you know, like, like in our parenting our <laughs> or whatever." And then of course they do, or they, at least they like try to. When the kids come home, they're like, "What? What's up? Talk to us! Like, what's been going on?" And the kids get immediately suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> who did it? I didn't do anything this week. I. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, and that's when I say, when Mary's like, "If you guys are just so worried about it, just ask them who did something wrong, so that yeah. you can get over it or whatever." Like she's being really smart about everything in this yeah. episode like which again is rare <laughs> we I haven't seen this. we have not seen this side of mary in a long time like i feel like she's finally taking on the matt role in this episode mm, that's true like the matt role which she promised to take on a year Here ago when he left like this is her doing that yeah like which is like being the voice of reason and like stepping up you know and like acting as the liaison between the parents and the kids good observation yeah i like it yeah yeah very good so so then they do that they go they go out and they like confront annie and eric and are like just tell us just tell us who did something wrong so we can you know move on from it or whatever yeah and then of course eric has to be like this is all my fault blah 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 you know whatever um yeah, and then of course, then they spend time with each of the kids talking, like, hearing them talk, basically. <laughs> oh my god, there was a smelly girl. Yeah, Luke and then he the talks f- about the smelly girl and the funny boy, Luke. Luke. Yeah. yeah. And then, and what happened to Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy is talking about. Oh fuck! What is Lucy talking about? Well, Annie and her have. Another classic Annie and Lucy moment in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're talking, and then Mary comes in and, like, says something that, like, triggers Lucy. And 
so in order to like cut the convo short with Annie, she's like, I just want you to know, I don't feel like I've been left out because you've had to spend a lot of time with Mary this year and I love you and I appreciate it. And then she like runs out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then all you hear is Annie saying, I thought we were going to talk. I said everything I wanted to say. (laughs) It's great. I don't know. I, I kind of, um, yeah, I don't. I like this random. I don't know how to explain it. I think this season, when it comes to the filming or like this, there's some interesting touches in this season that I kind of like. I like it too. These, to your point, like what you just described is like Annie looking back and like yelling into the void. Yeah. And like Lucy heard it. Cause yeah. Because they're in a house. You exactly. Know? And Lucy yells her response across yeah. rooms. Like that's, I mean, that to me is so real. Like that is so what it is Till to be in a house. Till this day, I still love Simon. Mary, found. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about Ruthie and her smelly friend, oh, <laughs> Marianne. Dear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had so many problems with this storyline. Like, I don't even know where to begin. So she's telling Eric all about her friend in school who everyone knows that she smells, and sh- and but she doesn't seem to know that she smells, and they don't know how to tell her that she smells, and even the teacher doesn't know how to tell her she smells, yeah. and like, maybe I can invite her over here and tell her she smells, yeah. <laughs> just, like, all this shit, and then she finally comes over, and she brings Annie a thing of meat, like a bag of meat. Yeah, like, cold cuts, and like, cold cuts, and like... You know, raw meat to yeah, cook, yeah, like yeah. whatever, like from the butcher. Yeah, yeah. Because they live across the street from a meat store or whatever, and and then we find out that she lives with her grandmother because quote her parents aren't so good. Yeah, <laughs> whatever that means. And then we find out that the smell is mothballs, mothballs, and yeah, mothballs and butcher shop. Which, correct me if I'm wrong, but mothballs don't smell like bo no they don't but i'm i have you ever smelled a butcher by any chance like have you like a man but like like the man a butcher i don't know how to explain it the moment they said like oh she lives by a butcher shop or something i'm like oh that explains the smell because like she lives by like i mean really like Like, it gets in your clothes that that's gonna like make you have bo because you live across the street from a butcher shop no it shouldn't like there's no logic behind that but what i'm trying to say is it's like butcher i'm like yeah that does smell but like again what does that have to do with her and then the like i'm like mothballs don't smell like bo because the way that ruthie describes the smell you immediately like your mind goes to bo like that's what you assume is happening because they're talking about what she eats and she's eating pickles and da 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 so i'm like oh okay so she must be kind of stinky but Fucking mothballs don't smell like that horrific. Like, I mean, they don't smell great, but they don't smell that bad. Yeah, and they also don't permeate the fucking house. Like, really? Oh, dude, that shit was hilarious. When everyone was like, "What's that smell?" Yeah, and I'm like, like oh. Matt walks in and he's like, "What's that smell?" I'm like, "Really, dude? The chick's upstairs." Yeah, I'm like relax. Yeah, dude. It's all just a little stupid. Yeah, it was a bit too much, but whatever. Yeah. And then, of course... Uh, but it does highlight the theme. I didn't mean to cut you off there. You're fine. But again, just, again, because it's all about the theme, like, it highlights the theme of, like, if you talk to people and you understand their issues, or not even issues, just, like, if you get to know them, yeah, then 
all of a sudden things that are problems, quote unquote, are not problems anymore because you break down whatever barriers, you know, Mm -hmm. like Ruthie asked the question point blank and Marianne answered it point blank. And once you know, it's just not that bad, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, you were saying, uh, I'm just, you know, well, with Simon's friend, I found that whole thing funny where they think they, they made, he made Mm. him, he made him up for a second. I almost believed it too. Yeah, only because I like the, the shit that Lucy said. Mm-hmm. When yeah. only makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. The yeah. idea. That, so just to clarify it, like, so Simon in his talk with Annie is yeah. talking all about his friend Luke and how all the boys in class were like disruptive with a sub they had yeah. and like downright mean to their sub. Yeah, and like was like we're pulling pranks and shit. We've all done it. Yeah, I know. It totally reminded me of, of our like high yeah. school days when we would do that shit with like the teachers we didn't like. Yeah, seriously. And we've done so much worse. Oh, <laughs> like, so sorry. So much worse than what they described in this episode. Oh, I'm not gonna incriminate us right now, but um, anyway. So he's and and Annie is like rightfully I think like upset because the stuff that Simon is describing is like bad, you yeah. know. And I don't. And I I think from her for her it's like. She's trying to, like, not stop the conversation because it's all about communication and talking to the kids and getting yeah. to know them and stuff. But at the same time, she's, like, she's like trying to ask questions and be like, you did that? Wait, yeah. you participated in this? Or yeah. Whatever. And so Simon's like, my friend Luke, he's hilarious, blah, blah, blah. And and then Annie's, like, talking to Lucy about, like, have you heard about this Luke guy? Like, who? What, what's his deal? Yeah. And Lucy's like, oh, we think he's made up. <laughs> We think that Simon is Luke, and he tells these stories to see what your reaction's gonna be, and then if it's if it's okay, then he'll admit that it was him. <laughs> it's not bad though. I was like, I'm it's like pretty evil genius. And to be honest, it is something Simon would do, right? It's totally something Simon yeah. would do. Um. So then, of course, Annie's like trying to be slick and like, like, oh, invite Luke over. You yeah. Know? And then he does, though. So Luke is a real person. But trip on this. So you know how, like, when you first meet Luke, he comes in and he does, like, this whole, like... Tap dancing. Song and dance, like, like slapsticky little routine, like, for Annie's benefit. And then Simon's like, ha, isn't he hilarious, whatever. And they're just, like, like, cracking up. And, like, Luke doesn't say a word or make a sound. Yeah. For for a minute, I was like, "Oh, this is the last we're gonna see of him." They didn't want to pay the actor, so they so he has no lines. Like I took it there. Like I was like, yeah. I got all like uh, out of it for, you know, like I went meta with it for a minute, and then I and then just as a joke to myself, I was like, "Oh, what is he studying to be a clown?" You know, <laughs> right? And then they find out that he is. Yeah. really he's a clown <laughs> but for noble reasons i thought i thought that was sweet it turns was. out his brother's deaf mm-hmm. so he does things like that to like like make him happy or whatever yeah. you know to like cheer him up and it makes sense that he would be silent in his like slapstick comedy because yeah. there's no point in like saying like doing stand-up you know? yeah it's all about physical humor yeah but then we get this moment. My brother Matt's girlfriend, Steph, actually his ex-girlfriend. Do you know sign language? Can you sign? No, but I'd like to learn. I have a feeling Matt and Heather aren't totally over. Hmm. 
foreshadowing. <laughs> right? Reeks of foreshadowing. Yeah. Especially, like, oh, no. especially in light of the earlier conversation that Matt has with Hank. Yeah. All right. So should we get into it? Yeah. All right. So Matt, well, you know what? Let's play this clip. Okay. And then we can get into it. How are you enjoying your work? Oh, I don't work here anymore. How come you were in scrubs and hanging out in here? Because now I'm an orderly. I changed jobs. Congratulations. But I thought you were following Shauna to New York. How do you know about that? It's a hospital. Word gets around. John told you, didn't he? No, my nurse told me. Yeah, but John probably told her. I don't think she even knows John. Then how does she know about New York? Why does it make any difference? Because I made these stupid plans I could never follow through with, and now everyone knows what an idiot I am. Are you okay? Of course I'm okay. You seem a little sensitive. It's not easy losing the women you love. Woman. I meant woman I love. Where is Heather these days? I wouldn't know. Maybe you should find out. Why? What do you know that I don't know? Plenty, but nothing about Heather. First of all, Ed Bagley Jr. like crushing it with the interrogative journalism. <laughs> like, like he walks in and all he did was ask questions. Yeah. Like, and then he gets beeped and he's like, "Oh, find me later. I wanted to talk to you." I'm like, if you wanted to talk to him, why do you ask him a million questions? Like, get to the point. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, there has to be a scene with Aunt Julie. Well, I know. And when I saw her name in the credits, like, uh, you know, in the after the cold open, I was like, yes, Deborah Raffin's here. <laughs> All I thought was, I'm like, it's been a minute. Where have you been? I know. It's been, like, since the beginning of the season. Well, she gave birth. In the... When did she give birth? That was, like, the first episode, I think. Jeez. Or second episode. It was, it was, it was when they're going to tell the colonel and Ruth, right? Yeah. And then, like maybe like the ne- like the episode after that or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. When, Got stuck when in the house. they go away and they don't have the phones, and then she goes into labor and all that shit. Save it for the recap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, but yeah. So I think total Freudian slip there by Matt talking about women instead of a woman. Seriously. Like, and then to, on top of it, what Simon says to Luke, like, I think we're setting up for a finale that definitely includes Heather here. Yeah. And we know it's a two-parter, as they almost always are. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think something should, some shit's going to go down with Heather how here. I, how many times am I going to have an eye-rolling moment? This is what <laughs> I want to know. But it's going to be interesting, though, because Heather has already come out and said, like, forget about me. And for all she knows, he's back with Shauna because she, because the last thing she told him was like, "Go and get her." Yeah, and that's the last time they saw each other. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. You don't think? I don't know what's gonna. I happen. think he'll. I think he's gonna try to woo her and win her. Wait, who? Shauna? No, Heather. Oh yeah, prob- yeah. I I think that too. I think I think he and Heather are gonna like hook up. Definitely. I mean, I don't mean like sex hook up. I just mean like they're probably gonna you like wanted get it together. with Shauna. Yeah, that, that, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, it's gone. Which is not to say that she's not back. She won't be back because this, that wasn't her last episode. Does she have... Wait, do you... Definitely more episodes. Really? Definitely. So I wonder if she'll be back in the next... Maybe. In the, in the finale. Maybe. Oh, for, for sure. I wonder... If Heather's going to be back, she's going to be back. Oh, man. It all just remains to be seen, like, in what capacity. I know. It's going to be a big problem. 
And actually, if I may correct you, my prediction was that he was going to sleep with Heather, not Shauna. I know. you. No, what I said was you want it to be with Shauna. But no, yeah, yeah. in my heart of hearts, I would love for it to be with Shauna. But I still think it'll be with Heather. Probably. And it'll be like one of those like 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 regrettable moment type things where you wake up and you're like, what the fuck did I just do? Ah, oh, damn. Now I'm just writing. I'm just spinning a yarn. Who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? But none of that happens. <laughs> no, no, that's gonna happen. Shauna's gonna show up. They're gonna bone. It's gonna be happy ever after. <laughs> but I love you. What about New York? It's okay. I can be a doctor anywhere. Ooh. <laughs> steamy, steamy, steamy. Because <laughs> that's what this show is about. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they're not punching each other out. Seriously. <laughs> um, so that all happens, and then we find out that Hank, or no, Julie shows up, right? Or calls uh, Matt or she some call, shit. Yeah, she calls Matt to get involved. No, this is what happens. Matt goes to, to Hank's office yeah. to like talk to him, and then Julie shows up, and they're like, oh no, what's up? And she's like, Hank's been acting weird. And Matt's like, well, oh, yeah, he did say he wanted to talk to me. And she's like, oh, so he'll talk to you, but yeah. not his wife. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, she kicks Hank out. And Hank shows up at Matt's door. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to crash on the couch. Yeah. Or whatever chair they have. And Matt and, and, and Matt and Sean, John, not Sean, Matt and John are like, you have to get him out of here. Like, yeah. what the fuck? They're like, they're, they're, they're trying to get rid of him saying, like, we don't have food. We don't have a place for you to sleep. Get a hotel. You have money. Yeah. Like, it's not working. And then he just takes out his Amex and says, where are the delivery menus? Yeah, yeah, seriously. And then it's all just a slow boat to nowhere because at the end of the day, Julie makes Matt, like, find out what the deal is. But then before he can... She goes and talks to him anyway. Yeah. And he just tells her, like, I'm Jewish. That's yeah. That's the whole big secret is that he's Jewish. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, is that even a story? Nah. It's all so dumb. And I, And then Matt's like, oh, how'd you know? Like, to Annie. Oh, oh well, yeah. Yeah, we got the hint whenever he asks us what day Christmas falls on. <laughs> 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> How'd you go? Know? Oh, well, we got the hint. Okay. <laughs> Which, I mean, I think Annie's right, because Matt's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, why would we? Yeah. Like, obviously, it's like a non-story. Like, who gives a shit? But the only reason Hank's even telling Julie is because his parents are coming to town, yeah. and they don't know that she's not Jewish. I want an episode of that. I think that's probably what the finale is also going to include. I want it an has episode to. Of you that. can't drop a breadcrumb like that and yeah. then not pick it up till next September. I know, but like, I really want like, I just want a full episode of just that, not of like Matt and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Shauna. Yeah, yeah, I know, because I can, I, I can see it totally happening. Like, because it happened in my own family. Like, we're not Jewish, and one of my cousins. Um, like when she was 18 started seeing this like Jewish guy who is like old was is older than her like by about 7 8 years uh-huh. which when you're 18 is like That's... a large a, a large gap <laughs> a large gap in fact he might even be more older than that like maybe like 10 years or something like yeah. that 
So, you know, he was considerably older than her and Jewish. And, but it was fine when they were just dating and she was like a kid or whatever, you know. And, they, and then they even like, I don't even know if this is true. I think they like broke up for a time or whatever. But then like they got together later on, like when they were like older and she was like ready to settle down and stuff. And so like the conversation became about like marriage and his family refused to let this marriage happen unless she converted. And it was like it was like a big pain point in our families for a long time, like mm-hmm. like to the point where like like the fighting was getting so bad between the families that like my cousin was like ready to just give up on the whole idea, like even though like that's the love of her life and like she wanted to be with him, like it was getting so crazy intense. And the funny thing is too is like my family. Like, we're not really religious. Like, yeah. we're just not. I mean, we're all, like, we're Christian, but we don't really practice it in any major mm-hmm. way other than, like, we do the holidays, you know, but mm-hmm. that's it. And, like, we're not church going or anything like that. So, from our perspective, like, it's not a, like, it wasn't a big deal <laughs> that yeah. she was going to marry a Jewish guy. Like, because, like, we don't care. Like, whatever, you know? Yeah. But then, but at the same time, like, for her to have, con- like, to have to convert, like, made it. Of like like a moral thing of like I don't want to fucking convert like you yeah. know why don't you know like that whole thing, it was just such a nightmare, and then she finally converted and they got married. <laughs> God, such a process. But yeah, so I can just imagine what this conversation will be like between Julie and Hank's parents. Yeah, <laughs> and especially when like Eric's a reverend and shit, you know. Ye- like, yeah, and like clearly like religion's a big deal for this family. I mean, like, I already know. I already know one thing about this show. Like towards the end, that that is gonna come up again. Oh, you mean like later seasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that comes mm-hmm, up again. Mm-hmm. So. See, that's the one thing I remember about this show. But see, it's different because cause the whole thing about Judaism is like it follows the female line. Yes. So that's why it's a much, I think, the, the, the perception I have of these types of like intermarriages, if you will, is like it's a much bigger deal for a non-Jewish woman to try to marry a Jewish guy yeah. than it is for a Jewish girl to try to marry a non-Jewish guy. Because... Cause, doesn't matter. She's Jewish, and yeah. the kids will be Jewish, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Julie and Hank's parents, for sure. That stuff would always crack me up whenever I was a kid. I never understood that stuff. Like, whatever the mother is, the baby is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the baby is both. What are you talking about? It's so dumb. Like, I, I mean, not that I'm trying to talk shit about Judaism and not at no, all. No, but no, in but the general. the thing, like religion, period. Yeah, in general, dumb. like, I've heard this, like, if the baby's, no, if the mother's Catholic, then the baby's Catholic. Oh, is that true? The, there, there, There's also that conversation as well. I've heard this before. But all I think is, the baby is both. <laughs> How about like, the baby is nothing until yeah, it that chooses too. what it is? Yeah. How about that? Yeah, no, the baby can choose, but what I'm trying to say is it's like, Dude, these two people are coming together and they're going to make a family at some point. The baby is both. Let's just, let's call it what it is. The baby is the makeup <sighs> of the so both dumb. of you. I don't know. This is why I don't like religions. Organized religions, I should say. Yeah. Like the, or the con, like not any one religion, but it's just the concept of having an organized religion. Yeah. Like irks me because of stupid, like 
like artificial lines we draw mm-hmm. amongst society like that. Yeah. Like like two people can't be together because one is of one sect and the other is of another sect. Like fuck off two human beings who love each other and want to make a family together. Like who cares? None of the nothing else matters. Uh, yeah. I Whatever. Agree. Anyway, more power to Julie in this regard. And to Hank, because clearly he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't. <laughs> like, he really doesn't. Does he, do, do his parents even know that, that he's married? And has a kid? Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about the fact that they have a kid. Yeah. Holy shit. Because if his parents are coming into town and now you're revealing that you're Jewish, like... See, which makes me think that he must have lied to them. Because there's no way that he didn't tell them he's getting married. Which... Then of course the first question is, is she Jewish? And if it's not a big, if they don't even, if it hasn't become a fight yet, then he must have lied to them. This family likes all, I, this entire family just likes to get married in secret. This is what I've come to realize. <laughs> what do you mean? Who well, else got married in secret? Well, not in secret, but what I'm saying is, it's only with the Camdens that oh, they yeah, get like married. Grandpa, like Gra- Grandpa, Grandpa Pete Charles. Charles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, dude, uh, what the fuck happened to Pete Charles? We haven't seen him since he? he got diagnosed. He better come back in this finale, too. I want to catch up on Pete Charles. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, that's so sad. Now I thought about it. So sad. Yeah, I want to see that. I got that happened this season. Yeah. Just like maybe 10 episodes ago. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And only one episode with him? Like this that whole season? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of sad. Well, or is it but two? that's standard. I mean, we don't need to see him all the time. He does live in Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Glen Oak is, guys, so I don't know, I don't know how far that is from Phoenix. T, we've been over this. Glen Oak is in California. It's a giant metropolis. You keep saying this, but I, I just, I don't believe you. No, their license plates are California license plates. Shh. Shh. You shh. <laughs> All right. I feel like we did it. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's write the episode. Go. Oh, I'm giving this one a seven. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's a fine episode. I, I didn't hate it. There was funny moments, definitely. There was some comedic relief, which honestly has been lacking this whole season. I was I, I liked laughing. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah. I'm good with it. Seven makes sense now. What about you? Part of me just can't really give it a seven. Listen, you do you, girl. I know, I am a dummy. Six. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Typical. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes we've agreed this season. I feel like, I feel like it's a competition of who's going to rate it worse. <laughs> no, never. No. It's a given. I'm always going to give it bad shit. That's true. Um, I'm always going to skew high. But, I mean, I understand the seven. I just, I, I can't do it all the time. I don't know how to explain it. I just can't. But, um, again, with Mary and Lisa, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get the meat thing and Marianne and mothballs. And- yeah, that, that stuff, though, I don't know. It was so, like, at least they didn't harp on it. Because it's, it's one thing if they have, like, a weak story and, like, that's the A story, yeah. you know? But for Ruthie's little, like, two minutes of screen time, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. You lose three points. (laughs) (gasps) All right. Cool. 
Well, as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, tell your friends if you like what you hear. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod in all the places or send us an email at forheavensakeshow at gmail.com. By the way, I've been meaning to mention this on every podcast we've recorded this whole time, but all this stuff is also in the liner notes, like our 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 social media stuff and our email address like all that stuff is in the description of the podcast everywhere you follow it so it's all there you don't have to like rewind every time i run through it at the end of the podcast um and yeah until next time bye bye